the words of Andrew Breitbart, the army of the emboldened and the gleefully ill-informed is growing. This is Breitbart News Sunday. Well, if you are like me and you enjoy the music of Bruce Springsteen, I'm not a big fan of his politics, but his music is pretty good. Opening line of that song, Hey Little Girl, that could get you in a lot of trouble (laughs) with the DOJ, apparently. Uh, We don't believe in genders or sexual distinctions anymore. And we're seeing the Department of Justice now politicizing the gender issue as it has so many others. You know, Biden and Merrick Garland came in promising to have a depoliticized Department of Justice. But even before all of the Mar-a-Lago raid type stuff they were doing, you just look at who they're suing and why, and you realize this department has become weaponized in the hands of the Democratic Party, and very eagerly so, because it's now staffed largely, not entirely, but largely by woke staffers, bureaucrats who share the ideology of the Democratic Party. And this is very interesting. You know, you'd expect the FBI, the DOJ, these very smart people with access to all kinds of information, you'd expect that they would be able to stand above the fray. But no, they are human beings. They watch the same TV. They read the same newspapers. They're just as subject to political manipulation by a propagandist media as anybody else. And so they often go after targets in ways that they insist are apolitical, but which obviously pursue a political agenda. And that is the case in the transgender debate, where the Department of Justice is targeting a little Alabama nonprofit group called Eagle Forum of Alabama, which was allegedly involved in passing a law against kids being forced to or exposed to undergoing transgender treatments. And of course, that's the kind of law that would probably have a lot of public support anyway in Alabama, but this little organization is being scapegoated, and we're pleased to be joined today by Chris Ullman. She's the president of Eagle Forum, the nationwide organization. Their website is eagleforum.org. Chris, welcome to Breitbart News Sunday. I have to say this is a great organization. It's obviously well-known, well-established in the conservative world. Phyllis Schlafly founded it, and she was outspoken until the very end. I have one of her very early books on my shelf, as well as her last book, which was an argument in favor of Donald Trump, but she had left a really profound mark on the conservative movement. So why are they coming after Eagle Forum in Alabama? It is so interesting. Um, Eagle Forum of Alabama is our state affiliate. Um, They are a 501c4 organization, and they are made up of a bunch of volunteer, mainly women, but there are some men, And they were hearing from the citizens of Alabama, they were very concerned about this issue of young people being exposed to uh, cross-sex hormones and and, uh, puberty blockers, um, as well as the surgeries. And so they got together, and like the little Bill and the Schoolhouse Rock song, um, they said, hey, there ought to be a law. And they went to the Alabama legislature, and they said, we think there ought to be a law protecting children. Um, And for three years, the Alabama legislature held hearings, markups. Um, This was all during COVID, so it got delayed a little bit. But it finally was passed in 2022, and the governor signed it. 
And some parents were upset about it, parents of trans kids, and they sued the state of Alabama, said this law is unconstitutional. Eagle Forum of Alabama is not a party to that lawsuit. Um, DOJ intervened um, almost immediately, 10 days later, as an intervener party um, on behalf of the people who were suing the state of Alabama. And then they subpoenaed Eagle Forum of Alabama for anything they ever said, did, or thought about this legislation. Now, the issue in the case is whether the bill on its face is constitutional. The issue is not who gave them the idea, who wrote it, who testified, what their intent was, but merely is the law constitutional or not. But they have subpoenaed, I can't even, it's an 11-point subpoena for any records of meetings, phone calls, emails, any drafts, any analysis of the bill. And these, are our Eagle Forum members in Alabama are volunteers. Even the attorney is a volunteer. This would be a, it is a chilling, unprecedented attack on a 501c4 organization that was created in order to lobby legislatures on pending or proposed legislation. That's a little bit of the background. Well, that's very clear and concise. So you're not the target of the lawsuit. It's a civil lawsuit. It's not a criminal suit. And when you mentioned the DOJ intervening, intervention is a process through which people who are not part of a lawsuit can say, hey, I want to be on one side or the other of this lawsuit. Sometimes people even intervene as defendants to defend against something if there's an important principle as at stake and they have something at stake. But here the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland and Joe Biden intervened. And it's important to note Biden has been attacking these sorts of laws and policies since he took office. The Biden administration uses this term transgender kids. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I'm a very social, I won't say liberal because I'm religious in my private life, but I'm pretty libertarian on a lot of these issues about sexuality and so forth. I really don't want to be involved in people's lives. I don't want people and certainly don't want the government involved in my life. And I think we're all happier when it's a live and let live situation. So I don't take particular umbrage at what people want to do. They want to change their gender. But we're talking about kids. And I don't accept the idea that someone who is a minor has a sexual identity, that is to say, they have some idea of their sexuality that we need to somehow be involved with. I mean, I don't, transgender kids, LGBT kids, do kids know that they're bisexual? Are they having gay sex with one another or with grownups? I mean, is that something we're sort of supposed to condone in one area of law, but condemn and punish and prosecute in another area of law? I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And this idea of changing gender, you know, Young people change their ideas about everything all the time, and I don't know why anybody would want to support a policy that would reinforce in an irreversible way the particular gender identity that a confused and troubled teenager might have at some point where they might have a different idea six months hence, but they've already taken these puberty blockers or they've undergone surgery. I mean, it just seems cruel, actually, but... Uh, That's what Eagle Forum Alabama wanted to prevent from happening. Many parents, I think, would feel the same way. And yet the Department of Justice, acting on the notion, I suppose, that this is a civil rights issue, that these are transgender kids, quote-unquote, 
who are supposed to benefit from the 14th Amendment, they've now attacked the First Amendment. I mean, Eagle Forum of Alabama, from what you've described, they're petitioning their government for redress of grievances. That's right there in the First Amendment. How it is, is it? Yeah. How do we see the Department of Justice weighing in against the lawful and constitutional exercise of the First Amendment? Well, what's interesting is in the subpoena, the DOJ said um, they had a hearing on whether or not to place an injunction on the puberty blockers and um, the cross-sex hormones portion of the bill. And um, the DOJ said, you know, during that hearing, that the court asked, who drafted the bill? And the state of Alabama said, our legislature did. Now, the legislature was hearing from the concerns of parents and many groups. Eagle Forum of Alabama was one of them. Um, and what the DOJ is now saying is that because Eagle Forum members petitioned their legislature for the redress of grievances, for protection for children under the law, that we are going after you. And, you know, this is a right. It's part of the First Amendment that we don't talk about a lot, but it actually goes back in our country, back all the way to 1641, uh, where the Massachusetts Body of Liberties said that every man, whether an inhabitant or foreigner, has the right to bring any issue before the town council, before any, before the government, for them to act on. And that's what Eagle Forum of Alabama was doing. Now, people can disagree about how you feel about how we treat trans kids, whether or not we think that these these radical medical interventions should be done on little kids or not. But no one can deny that we have the right to petition the legislature to bring a problem to them and ask them to investigate it. And if they see fit to pass legislation. Now, our members met with doctors, counselors, parents. There is a lot of concern over this issue. Um, it was done. There was as many witnesses for and against the legislation. But what DOJ is saying is that we are going to punish you because you dared to speak out, because you dared to have your views heard on this. And we feel that whether you're on the right, on the left, libertarian, whatever, you should be as outraged as we are about this because all of us have the right and the duty to weigh in on legislation. And if every time you weigh in, you're going to get hit with an 11-point subpoena for all your documents over the last five years, they subpoenaed things from January 1st, 2017 – Eagle Forum of Alabama didn't begin this process till very late in 2019. And they want our list of all our members. I've heard from other Eagle Forum members that, you know, do I want to get involved in this in my state? Are they going to come after me? What do I have to do to be protected? And as an attorney myself, all I can say is, you know, they did nothing wrong. So you actually can't be protected unless the court decides to quash the subpoena because if DOJ is allowed to do this to us, they will do it to you. And, you know, did the Trump administration go after uh, organizing for America for everything they lobbied in favor of? No, of course not. 
this is unprecedented and unconstitutional chilling of our free speech. We're speaking with Chris Ullman. She's the president of Eagle Forum, the conservative organization. And you are fighting those Department of Justice subpoenas to the Alabama branch of Eagle Forum, right? You're not just going along with Absolutely. it. There's, uh, right. So you're, you're pushing back. Let me just put on my lawyer's hat for a second, and, and you'll appreciate this because of your legal background. But just for the audience's sake, what they may be going after here, if there's any logic to what they're doing, and, and you mentioned the chilling effect. So with a politicized DOJ, maybe they're simply trying to discourage other people from doing what Eagle Forum of Alabama lawfully and constitutionally did. But I think what they're going for here is any kind of evidence they can dredge up of legislative intent, because this organization that represents the transgender side, they are trying to have this law invalidated, if I'm not mistaken. And the way they want to do that is by showing there was impermissible discriminatory intent in the minds of the legislatures, um, in the minds of the legislators. That's one of the avenues through which I think traditionally when people sue over a law and say that it was uh, discriminatory, even if the language of the bill or the law doesn't include references to race and gender and sexuality and things like that, they will try to figure out the legislature's intent. And if they find evidence of discussions where racial epithets were used, let's say, or someone expresses a desire to discriminate a group of, against a group of people, they'll say, aha, that, that intent makes the law constitutionally unsound. That was the basis, by the way, on which the Democrats challenged President Donald Trump's executive orders on immigration. They would refer back to his campaign speeches and say, well, he said we needed a Muslim ban, therefore the executive order is unconstitutional because it violates the First Amendment. But that wasn't the intent of the executive order, nor did the executive order refer to religion, plus the courts deferred to the president's power of immigration. So that challenge went nowhere. But I'm just saying that's that's where the strategy might be coming in here. They're looking for Eagle Forum's documents, so they're trying to find any kind of email or communication where someone says, I don't like those transgender people, I don't want them in my neighborhood. Not that there's any kind of established constitutional right, by the way, for equal protection for transgenderism outside of a workplace setting. We had the uh, Supreme Court weighing in in the workplace. You can't discriminate on the basis of gender identity. That was a very controversial decision. Uh, Neil Gorsuch wrote the majority opinion. I think it was uh, Bostick is the is the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but you know, they're looking for intent. So I, I don't know if you agree with that. That's what it would seem like to me. It's still very creepy that they would go to a nonprofit organization and demand documents to find out what the legislators were thinking. It definitely seems like overreach. Well, it is absolutely overreach. And it's important to remember that as recently – as the Dobbs case, the Supreme Court has said that intent is not relevant to this case or, or to a case, and that specifically in Dobbs, they said, you cannot infer the motives of maybe one legislator to the entire legislation itself. Um, so that the what they're arguing in this case is that it's a violation of the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause. Um, we don't think it is, but but that's the argument they're making, and they have the right to bring a case and see what the court decides. But the intent of the Alabama legislature, much less the intent of the individual legislature itself, is not relevant. And therefore, 
that's one of the things that that we argued in our motion to quash is that this is outside the scope of permissible discovery and that Eagle Forum documents aren't relative and the the intent is not relevant either. Um, and even if they found that these documents were relevant, they're totally out of proportion to what they have asked for. Um, when I say it's anything we said or thought about, literally, it is. Um, there's a lot of those conversations that are privileged. They were held with our attorney, with possible witnesses, um, many of whom did not come forward because they were afraid of the blowback if they actually testified in favor of this bill when it was before the legislature. Um, so I agree with you. That's probably what DOJ is after. But I would argue that it, that's not relevant, and therefore they need to quash the subpoena. You know, it reminds me of the scandal of the IRS when the IRS was going after conservative groups and trying to deny them nonprofit status. And there were some groups that received questionnaires they had to fill out, including questions about what books these groups were reading, whether they prayed at their meetings, and what the contents of their prayers were. That seems to be a habit among these D.C. bureaucrats that they seem to think that they have the right to read your mind as they see it and decide whether you have the right thoughts and feelings or the wrong thoughts and feelings. And again, it shouldn't have anything to do with Eagle Forum. This is about the legislature, and it may not even be impermissible to have the intent to discriminate because we're talking about children. You know, this is this is really the crux of the of the issue. People are willing to let adults do what they want to do, but the question is about children here in Los Angeles where I live. The battle is not huh. just about children, it's about parental consent because there are things that the public schools can recommend to your child that your child does not have to disclose to the parent. So the child could be getting life-altering surgery or drugs, and the parent doesn't know anything about it. Um, Meanwhile, the parent has legal responsibility for this minor child, even if they're 15 or 16 or whatever. You know, you you are going to be on the hook for other things that happen. Anyway, uh, last talk to you, and uh, we want to refer people to the Eagle Forum website as well. Uh, Last talk to you, Chris. Thank you so much. Eagleforum.org, all of the documents are on there. People can read them for themselves. All right. Thanks so much. Good luck with that. Amazing what the DOJ is up to. More Breitbart News Sunday right after this. Nobody on the road. Nobody on.